0: It's time, Titans fans. What if the Tennessee Titans traded down in the first round? What would the trade look like? What would the draft class look like? We're going to find out in a new seven round mock draft on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans on today's show, it's time I have finally caved to the pressure. We're doing a seven-round mock draft where the Titans trade down in the first round. I'm going to go over some comparable trade packages from recent draft trades. Look at what the Titans might get back in return and look at how that might affect the draft class that they're able to put together before we get into all of that do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM app. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM, managing your football franchise, doing drafts, signing players, cutting players, then this game is definitely for you to download the game. Just visit ultimate-gm.com or just look it up in your app stores on your phone. My listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when you use the promo code Locked on, that's locked on in all caps inside the app. Guys, want to thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms, all year round, and always for free. It's the Locked On Titans podcast. Get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day. And shout out to my everydayers, people listening to the show Monday through Friday or Sunday through Thursday night on YouTube. Shout out to you guys. Appreciate everybody. Throw a thumbs up on the video right now. uh, If you would, I do appreciate the support and it goes a long way to help the channel. But like I said, you guys have been saying trade down in the first round, trade down in the first round. I personally, I personally do not like the idea of trading down in the first round. I've explained why on previous podcasts about this specific draft class, the quality up at the top of the draft. So I'm not in favor of trading down in the first round. I'd rather do that in the second round. But we have to cover all of the realistic possibilities and there is a chance the Titans choose to trade down. So what I want to do is I want to start with some comparable trade packages from some recent draft trades that happened. So last year, in 2022, the Saints traded up to pick number 11 with the Washington Commanders, who slid down from 11 to 16. So Washington got in return for pick 11, pick 16, pick 98, and pick 120. So if the Titans were to trade down from 11 to, say, 16, that might be what they're looking at. The Eagles did a trade from 15 up to 13, and Houston was at 13. And in return for the 13th pick, Houston got 15, 124, 162, and 166. So that's a trade five spots down. That's a trade two spots down. And then I want to go back to 2021. The Chicago Bears, when they traded up to get Justin Fields at number 11, They went from pick 20. So the Giants, who were at pick 11, traded back and got pick 20, pick 164, a first-round pick in the next year, and a fourth-round pick in the next year. So those are kind of the deals that I was looking at. But ultimately, what I decided on was to do the Washington Commanders trade down. And coincidentally, I am doing the trade with Washington. So... At pick 11, the Tennessee Titans trade down to pick number 16. And in return, we get pick 97 and pick 118. So 11 for 16, 97, and 118. That's the best realistic package that I found where I didn't trade down too far. Now, if the Titans want to trade down to pick 20, then they better be getting a first round pick next year. And I'll say this, the only path that I am okay with the Titans trading down in the first round is if they pick up a first round pick next year. That is the only way because I'm all about going to get Caleb Williams or Drake May next year. And if the Titans have two first round picks at their disposal next year, then it actually is realistic that the Titans could go up and make a move for a quarterback next year. So, I didn't want to go down that far. Wasn't an option that was available. So, I dropped back to pick 16 and get 97 and 118 as well. With that in mind, it's time to make the pick. So, I go up to the draft board at pick number 16. I have Darnell Wright who is available. But my thing is, I think Darnell Wright is a right tackle only. I don't think he's a guy who's going to succeed at left tackle at the NFL level. So, I, I don't have as high of a value on right tackle as I do left tackle typically. So, Darnell Wright was there, but I passed. Nolan Smith, that edge rusher from Georgia, made a lot of sense, but I just don't see the value in taking edge rusher in a draft class that has a lot of good edge rushers. You can get that later. And I do. So, if I'm not going offensive line, I'm not going with edge rusher. The wide receivers that are available, I wasn't happy with. Quentin Johnston and Jackson Smith and Jigba were already off the board. I don't want to take Zay Flowers or Jordan Addison or one of these smaller guys in the first round. So, if I'm not going wide receiver, I'm not going offensive line, I'm not going edge rusher, I'm going to go with the other most important position in football outside of quarterback, of course, and that is cornerback. And I selected Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State, six foot two, 193 pounds. The Titans desperately need a big, long, physical cornerback. He is basically what they thought they might get in Caleb Farley, but a guy who I'm sorry, but it's Joey Porter Jr. He's going to succeed in the NFL. He is a physical press man, cornerback, highly intelligent, highly physical. He wins at the line of scrimmage 40% incompletion rate last year when quarterbacks threw his way. That was first out of all cornerbacks in the power five conferences. No, he doesn't have the long speed that maybe you would get elsewhere. He's not the best change of direction guy. He needs to win at the line of scrimmage to win his reps. But my God, he would be a perfect fit within the Titans system. So, out of Darnell Wright, Nolan Smith, I went with Joey Porter Jr., who I think could be even better than some of the cornerbacks that got drafted ahead of him in this mock draft. And I think there's a chance that Joey Porter Jr. isn't even available for the Titans at pick 16, or isn't even there at pick 16. I think Joey Porter Jr. is a prototypical fit for what the Titans do on defense in their man coverage. He's a smart guy. I think it would make way too much sense for the Titans to take him if they get in a situation where the value doesn't match up. I think Joey Porter Jr. is a first-round talent in this draft class, so my concerns about trading back and missing on a first-round talent were quelled when I saw JPJ available for the Titans. So Joey Porter Jr., six foot two, long arms, Physical press man cornerback there for the Titans at 16 while picking up pick 97 and pick 118. I love this scenario for the Titans right here. And that's why 16 is pretty much my limit on how far I would trade back unless the Titans get a first round pick next year as part of the trade as well. But we're going to move forward. We got a lot more picks to make now in this draft. Before we get into them, do want to let you know that today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. Look, we're talking about drafting players. We've talked about free agency so far this year. We've talked about hiring a general manager, changing coaches on your staff, what type of scheme you're running. You can manage every single aspect of your professional football franchise on the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. It's challenging. It's realistic as well. And a cool thing is you can start a league and get all your friends in it. and You all have your own franchise and you can compete to see who can build the best possible team. Locked on Titans listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo code LOCKEDON in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps. Make sure that you check it out today. Just download the game at ultimate-gm.com or do the easy thing, look it up in the app store on your cell phone. That's ultimate-gm.com, the ultimate pro football GM app. Start your dynasty today. fans we are going to continue today's 7 round mock draft featuring a trade down in the first round i finally caved to all of your guys' peer pressure and said hey we got to do a mock draft with a trade down in the first round even if it isn't exactly what i want to do before we get into it though I want to thank you guys again for making the locked on titans podcast your first listen Every single day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms, all year long, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed and stay subscribed. We are smack dab in the middle of the 2023 Locked On Titans NFL Draft Preview Series. We've done quarterback, we've done running back, we've done wide receiver. If you missed any of those shows last week, check them out. But going forward this week, we're going to be doing tight ends, important position in this draft. We're going to be doing offensive line, both tackles and interior offensive line. Then we're going to transition to defense and get all those positions done before we head to the NFL draft in just a few weeks. It's right around the corner Folks, so excited. Make sure that you get all the draft content and all of the prospect information you could ever want here on the Locked on Titans podcast. But we traded down from 11 to 16, picked up 97, picked up 118 from the Washington Commanders. With pick 16, we took the long physical press man cornerback, Joey Porter Jr. Then we get to pick number 41 for the Tennessee Titans, and it could have gone a lot of ways. Darnell Washington was there, Sam Laporta was there, Musgrave was there at tight end, and I truly did consider that. You guys know I've been going Darnell Washington at 41 a ton, but I did want to do things a little differently in this draft. There were guys available on the interior offensive line like Steve Avila, uh, Avila, Luke Weipler, Joe Tipman, I mean, Jameer Gibbs was available at running back, a lot of options, but for me, I went with a guy who I think will be a starter on the Titans offensive line from day one and for the next five to eight years, and that is John Michael Schmitz. He is an ideal zone running center. I mean, I have retweeted highlights from John Michael Schmitz at this point that show him executing reach blocks on front side defensive tackles better than ever. So I'm going to take just a moment and explain to you what some of the responsibilities of a center in the Titans system is. So, you'll be at center. There will be a defensive tackle ahead of the guard, and you're at center. And what you have to do is, with a little help from the guard as well, as the center, you got to find a way to cross the face of that defensive tackle who's not even ahead of you and get in front of him and wall him off to create a lane for the running back. That is called reaching the front side, the play side defensive tackle. John Michael Schmitz does that better than anybody in this draft class. And that is exactly what he's going to be asked to do within the Titan system. I think John Michael Schmitz at pick number 41 could immediately replace Ben Jones for the next five to eight years. It is a slam dunk. And if you look at the Titans starting lineup, they need more of a guard right now. They need a left guard. But I don't care about creating starting lineups. I care about getting prospects in this draft class that can be starters on this team for the next five to eight years, regardless of where they are. And with Joey Porter Jr. and John Michael Schmitz, I get two football guys that live and breathe football. And I think that will appeal to Mike Vrabel. So John Michael Schmitz with pick number 41, the ideal zone center. I'm getting guys who perfectly match the Titans schematically on offense and defense right now. really like what we're doing so far. So the next pick for the Titans is pick number 72. And guys, a lot of these mock drafts, I've picked similar players. So I'm going a different route this time, looking at some different options. The only pick that I'm going to make that is a repeat of what we've seen before, well, not the only one, but the one that people will notice the most, is Jonathan Mingo at pick number 72. I don't even know if Mingo will be there pick 72 at this point, people are starting to realize that NFL teams are much higher on Jonathan Mingo than maybe the media was early on. Does he have elite twitch and burst? No, he doesn't. But there's a lot of small wide receivers in this draft class. A lot of small 5'8", 5'9", buck 80 type guys. The Titans don't fool around with those guys early in the draft. The Titans want big bodied playmaking wide receivers and that is what Mingo is Six foot one, 220 pounds. He runs in breaking routes, slants, digs, things that the Titans like to run within their offense. It's a schematic fit. Mingo has contested catchability with strong hands, run after catchability. I think he's going to be a guy who is far better in the NFL than he was in college. I am not passing on Jonathan Mingo if he is available at pick number 72. Pick number 97. This is where we have some fun. So this tight end class is excellent. Daniel Jeremiah said that he thinks that there are 10 or more starting level tight ends in this draft class. Which means the Titans have a good chance to get a starting tight end all the way up until like the fourth round. And they got Chigakonkwo in round five last year. So trust the Titans with scouting tight ends. At pick number 97, a pick we acquired from the Washington Commanders with the trade down, I select Luke Schoonmaker, the tight end from Michigan. He is exactly what the Titans need to pair with Chigakonkwo. I have explained this before. I will explain it again. Chigaconquo is a move tight end. He is a move tight end. Chig is not going to be able to do what Jeff Swaim does. Where Swaim lines up, with his hand in the dirt next to the offensive tackle, takes on an edge rusher one-on-one in blocking, helps with a double team with the offensive tackle and climbs to the second level. That is just never what Chikikonkwo is going to be proficient at in his career. He is a move tight end who can play in the slot, who you get out in space and get the ball to, to take advantage. Shoemaker is a perfect pairing with Chigakonkwo, because he is a prototypical inline tight end, hand-in-the-dirt, Jeff Swaim replacement. He's got size. He's got straight line speed. He's got strength. He's a good blocker right away. Now, everybody coming out of college can improve as a blocker. Everybody coming out of college is not necessarily ready. That's why they say tight ends have a slow transition to the NFL compared to other positions, because it's just hard to match the physicality of NFL defensive linemen. So, Shoemaker is a great blocker. He has really good athleticism in his routes. He's not a run-after-catch guy. He's not. He's not a guy who makes great contested catches either. I don't think he's going to be a super threat in the red zone. He wasn't the most productive. He's going to be 25 years old. And he's had some injury concerns, but at pick number 97, that size, speed, strength combination with his ability to be a blocker, with the way that he runs routes, I think that you pair Shoemaker and aconquo together and you have the makings of a very, very, very good, very good tight end pair for the next five years. Okay? I love that at pick number 97. So, so far, and shout out to Brendan. Go Bobcats. Oh, you, oh, yeah, baby. Alumni here from Ohio University. Shout out to you, Brendan, for throwing that in the chat. I'm always going to break for that. But so far in this draft, we traded down from 11 to 16. We selected Joey Porter Jr. at cornerback at number 16. We got John Michael Schmitz at 41. We got Jonathan Mingo at 72. We got Luke Schoenmaker at pick number 97. And we got four picks to go, Titans fans. Put on your seatbelts. It's about to get wild. Do want to let you guys know, again, we are in the middle of the 2023 Locked On Titans NFL Draft Preview. I'm going over between 150 to 180 prospects, skill sets, size, how they fit into the Titans' offense or defense, where the Titans should be looking to select them. We've gone through quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. We're going to hit tight end and offensive line and some defense as we continue. Towards the NFL Draft, make sure you get subscribed and stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast. We're going to continue today's show with the final four picks of this seven-round mock draft. Titans fans, we're going to cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. It is a seven-round mock draft with a trade down in the first round. Remember the trade that we made? We traded down from 11 to pick 16 and got 97 and 118 in return. That directly mirrors the trade that the Saints and the Commanders made last year when the Saints came up from 16 to 11 to draft Chris Olave. So today's trade is rooted in realism. It is rooted in historical precedent as well. Wanted to make that clear for all you guys that this is what a trade would really look like. So, so far, Joey Porter Jr., John Michael Schmitz, Jonathan Mingo, Luke Schoonmaker. Pick number 118, the second pick that the Titans got in the trade down. We got 97 and 118 in the trade down from 11 to 16. And the Titans take linebacker Dorian Williams out of Tulane, and this is why I really like Dorian Williams. He is a coverage specialist at linebacker. The Titans have Aziz Alshir, who is a little bit of a do-it-all guy. They have Monty Rice, who's been a lot better in run defense than he's been in pass coverage throughout his career. Yeah, you got Jack Gibbons, who did well in pass coverage at times last year, but he's an undrafted free agent. And I also want to point out, as I've continued to point out, that Rand Carthon came from San Francisco, where they had a lot of success drafting athletic linebackers late in the draft. Dorian Williams is a freak athlete. Well, maybe not freak athlete, but a really good athlete. He's only six foot one, 228 pounds, but he's got a six foot eight wingspan. He's not going to be a strong side linebacker that's getting in the hole and taking on fullbacks. He's not going to be a guy who I think plays on early downs for the Titans, but he would be an excellent sub-package linebacker. I don't know if I trust. Actually, I know. I don't trust Monty Rice as a sub-package linebacker. I don't trust Aziz Alshire as a sub-package linebacker. You bring in Dorian Williams and you play him as sub-package linebacker on third downs and passing situations. With his coverage ability and his wingspan, I really, really would like the pick of Dorian Williams from Tulane at linebacker in this draft. Uh, There are some other options late in the draft at linebacker that I like as well, but we'll get into that when we do the linebacker draft preview in the coming weeks. So moving on from pick 118 to pick 147, and I took Nick Hampton. Nick Hampton out of Appalachian State. So... Here's the reality. Okay. The Titans need to get an edge rusher who doesn't have to be one of their top three rotational guys. They got Harold Landry, they got Arden Key, and they got Rashad Weaver. But they need to add another young guy who can rotate in and add some value as a pass rusher while you develop him as a run defender. Okay. And that's what you're going to get with Nick Hampton. He is six foot two, 236 pounds, a little undersized but he has a great first step quickness off the line of scrimmage. He whoops offensive tackles off the line of scrimmage. He's able to bend. He's able to run that loop that Harold Landry is so good at. He has a really good long arm move where he gets his long arm into the chest of an offensive lineman and then uses his speed to get around him. He's good at dropping in the zone too. Well, maybe not good, but he's dropped back in the zone a ton. So think about how these players fit into the Titans system schematically. The Titans need a rotational edge rusher. Look, Weaver is a power guy. You got Key and you got Landry, but Weaver is a power guy, so you need your backup speed edge rusher as well. And for me, that can be Nick Hampton. And again, dropping back into zones, whether you like it or not, the Titans run a ton of zone blitzes where they blitz a slot corner off one side and they'll drop the backside edge rusher into coverage. Well, Nick Hampton has the ability to do that. He's done it on tape. Of course, he needs to improve in his instincts and setting down into a certain spot in zone coverage. But he's shown in college the ability to do it. He doesn't have a ton of different rush moves. It's kind of like Harold Landry. He uses his length and he uses his dip around the edge to win his speed and his length. And that's what Hampton does so he could learn a ton from Harold Landry about how to counter and how to use that to do more. He's not, Hampton is not a major edge setter in run defense right now. But he doesn't need to be. That's what you have the power edge rusher for in Weaver. So to me, you get Nick Hampton in here as your fourth edge rusher. Let him learn from Harold Landry and Arden Key and develop as a run defender. And you could have yourself a great rotational player for the next four years. So I love the pick of Nick Hampton because Late in the draft like this at 147, to find a guy with his bend and the ability to run the loop and pass rush like him, who also has the ability to drop into zone coverages, which fits the Titans schematically, it's just hard to find a better fit this late in the draft with his athletic profile and abilities. At 186, I'm going back to wide receiver, folks. We've gotten a cornerback. We've gotten a linebacker. We've gotten an edge rusher. We've gotten... An offensive lineman, a tight end, and a wide receiver. I'm going back to the wide receiver well. And I know that the Titans are not going to pick this guy, but I'm going to continue to say that they need to give him a shot. And it is Bryce Ford Wheaton out of West Virginia. He is so long, he is so fast. He's just one of those guys who's six foot three, fast as lightning, can jump over top of people, has incredible elite athleticism and ability to jump over top. I got Skywalker in my notes. For Bryce Ford Wheaton. He is just going to go up over top of people and get the ball. Okay? And look, he's had some confidence issues in his career. When his confidence affects him during games, he has a tendency to run lazy routes. He can have some focus drops. Once he loses his confidence, he kind of loses his effort level. That can be coached. A good coach can fix that problem. So if he could play with pure confidence at all times with his skill set, he could be a freak steal for the Titans late in the draft. He may go undrafted because of the concerns. If so, the Titans need to bring him in. But at pick 186, the Titans got two receivers who I think could be starters for them if things break properly. I love Bryce Ford Wheaton at this spot in the draft. I don't think he's a fit for the Titans ethos and personality-wise. But, man, the Titans need more dogs. They need more dogs. And maybe you got to take a chance on a few guys who maybe don't fit the Titans ethos or personality type so well. Take a couple of guys and let your strong locker room build these guys up who have insane talent. The last pick in this mock draft. You guys know what I'm doing. Jake Moody from Michigan. Please, God, get a kicker. Bring him in. It's the seventh round. There are eight guys in this draft class. Get a kicker. You got pick 230 at the end. of the, Get a kicker. Don't do the undrafted free agent battle that you're going to have to do over him or Chad Ryland. Just don't do it. Just draft the kicker, okay? Get the kicker. Jake Moody, Michigan. Best kicker in the nation, in my opinion. Bring him in. So, Let's recap this draft because I feel like a lot of you guys who have been telling me, no, Tyler, you're you're wrong. The Titans need to trade down in the first round. Although I disagree with a lot of you guys, it's hard to argue that this is a pretty dang good draft class. So just to round it out in totality, the total draft class, Joey Porter Jr., cornerback, Penn State, Physical, long, press man corner, fits perfect in the Titans defense. They finally have a big cornerback who can play physical with all those guys who killed him on the boundary last year on the outside. Pick 41, John Michael Schmitz, the Titans starting center for the next decade. 72, Jonathan Mingo, my number one draft crush at wide receiver. Great at in-breaking routes, physical, gun after catch guy, fits perfect in the Titans scheme. John Michael Schmidt, same thing. Ideal zone run center fits perfect in the Titan scheme. Luke Schoonmaker at tight end at pick number 97 for Michigan. The perfect pairing with Chickaconquo at this stage in the draft. Dorian Williams, a coverage focused, versatile linebacker at pick 118 out of Tulane. Pick 147, Nick Hampton, edge rusher, Appalachian State. Incredible bend, incredible quickness, great length. Drops into zone. Fits perfect. 186. Going wide receiver again because the Titans need to. Bryce Ford, Wheaton, the physically dominant monster, skywalking wide receiver who needs a little confidence boost. And then pick 228, Jake Moody. Get your kicker and let's ride. Joey Porter Jr., John Michael Schmitz, Jonathan Mingo, Luke Schoonmaker, Dorian Williams, Nick Hampton, Bryce Ford, Wheaton, and Jake Moody. Let's go home. What a draft class. You guys, I don't want to trade down in the first round, but man, that's a pretty solid class, you have to say. Last thing I want to say is, just to drive this home, I'm okay with the Titans trading down in the first round if they pick up a first round pick in next year's draft to help them go up and get their quarterback of the future. But that's going to do it for this seven round mock draft. That's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowan and this was locked on tight.